Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. It's a Tuesday, and you know what that means. It's time for your favorite show on the internet. Get Wood. Hi, I'm your host, Jess Wood. That's right. Get it? Uh-huh. Oh my goodness, Josh Homer, my old partner in podcasting, just joined the chat. We've just started here today. How do you do? It's a lot on the agenda for the show today. I, um, I've been exploring New Mexico. I went to Meow Wolf. Josh, hey! Uh, Meow Wolf is a giant house of art. It's over 70 rooms of art installations, and I could go on and on about it. All I can say is if you go to Meow Wolf, make better choices than I did. The choices that I made didn't serve me correctly. Do you know what choices those were? I didn't take any acid to go to Meow Wolf. What the hell? Who am I? I don't even recognize myself. This is insanity. How would I go to a Meow Meow Wolf? How would I go to Meow Wolf, 70 rooms of different art installations that you can you can play with. There's tree houses and trailers and stairwells that are hidden and you walk through refrigerators and you walk into cabinets and it is insane. But you know what I was more taken with? And maybe this is better I didn't take any acid. There were so many people there and there were only groups of I think 20 or 25 that they let in at a time, but we all wanted to do the same shit. So we're all running around the houses and it was like a giant Beetlejuice house, you know, where nothing strangled us or sang to us, which, you know, that's kind of sad. I wanted some singing and some strangulation. That were the two things that were missing from my adventure at the Meow Wolf. But, oh my God, what a, okay, I had a couple panic attacks. Let's be honest. I had a couple panic attacks. I'm always honest with you. You know, hi, bits. Um, you know, I'm I'm very very susceptible these days to panic. I think as we all are. I don't want to say I'm alone in this. I mean, I, look, the butterfly clips are falling. What's happening right now? We. I was trying to get butterfly clips in there for you for fun. Like, look at how fun this lady is. She's so much fun. Look at how fun she is. She wears butterfly clips. Oh my god, what a gas. She talks about acid and she wears butterfly clip. Who am I trying to be? Gwen Stefani? Who's she trying to be? Her younger self? Slow clap. Get out of here, slow bastards. Anyway, Meow Wolf. Wow. No acid, huh, Jess? That was a bad choice. Hi, Jules. Oh, my God. All my baby, 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 babies are in the chat room. Hello. Um, there was a a little fairy house in a tree. There was, uh, uh, there were all kinds of things, but there were people there, like I said, so I was panicking. How long has it been since you've been with a crowd of people? Uh, over a year, like the most of us, the most of us have been very solo dolo. And let me tell you something, mentally, wow, fuck. I used, I mean, okay, I'll, I'll divulge a little something you may not know about your friend Jess. I'm not great with crowds, even before COVID and before the lockdown. I wasn't a great crowd person. You know what I like to do with crowds? Make them laugh. Make them laugh. Make them sing. Like, I like a crowd to perform for, but I don't like getting caught in a crowd. And yesterday, there was crowds of people crowding into, like I said, house, a, a normal-sized house, but with all the rooms that were, you know, small rooms, the bedroom, the, the bathroom. There were all these rooms. And then you could try to figure out the fucking story to the family or whatever. I don't even, listen, 
I was so overwhelmed with my sensory overload here with the stripes and colors and rainbows and sparkles and Jesus Christ. You get, my favorite was a room that had lasers, like laser beams coming down from the ceiling. It was all black room. The red laser beams came down from the ceiling and you could play them like a harp. It was amazing. Okay, good part, right? A good part. But me panicking about the people, <laughs> my poor friend. I'm with a new friend and she doesn't know me very well, but you know, now she's getting to know me and I'm like, huh, I'm panicking, I'm panicking. And I say it out loud, like, I don't know if that's, uh, I feel like I'm like a George Costanza when I get panicked. I'm like, I'm, I'm panicking, I'm panicking. Here I go, here I go. Claustrophobia, claustrophobia. Like I was, I was telling her what the diagnosis was at certain points of my panic. Like I was, uh, there was one little area in Meow Wolf that is a really small spiral staircase down or up, you know, but we happen to be going down. And my friend is holding on to the bars as she's like, shimmying down this tiny little dark black staircase and I I can't see anything and I'm looking down and then all of a sudden I take the first couple steps and now you're just in it now you're in the fucking staircase and you cannot get out because you've started you've started you started your panic stricken claustrophobia trip to hell down that fucking staircase so I'm like ha 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 so I'm doing I'm Costanzaing again I'm like Costanza I'm I'm freaking out on the spiral staircase like I'm having claustrophobia 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 I'm like yelling out what it is that is a panic attack panic attack too many people too many people like I really you know I have to say I do have a friend that I told this to last night and he was so lovely about it he said to me you know Jessica good for you you're able to acknowledge what's going on inside and say it out loud to your friend and you can actually say it and you can and get it out. Like you're not holding on to it and just sitting in the panic and the fear. And I said, wow, thank you. I'm going to think about it like that. And anytime anyone freaks out when they're with me and I'm screaming panic attack, panic attack or claustrophobia, claustrophobia, then I can say, listen, you're lucky to be with me because I am honest and open about how I feel. That's right. Uh, Jessery, I didn't once... I, I did it once and thought it would get stuck. I wouldn't go down again. No, I'll never go down again. Jess, I'll never go down the goddamn staircase again. It was like a staircase to hell. And my friend had been there like five other times. And she's like the pro, you know, she's like, oh, we haven't gone in here yet. Oh, you got to see this. Oh, check this out. And I, a couple of the things I was like, no, I no. Like I got, I got scared. Uh, I, art, you know, it's very good art if it brings you to, you know, stomach aches and stuff. Like, I'm like, ooh, that's a good piece of art. I'm, I gotta poop. Uh, we also went up, up, up the tree house, up, up, up the tree and sat in, uh, for just a moment, we sat in a little trailer, uh, tree house that was in the, in the tree house. And there were a couple other people in the house. And, uh, my friend goes, you know, when I was here on mushrooms, I had to come up here and hide for a little while. And I was like, Ooh, that's another, <laughs> that's another clue to me that it was okay that I didn't drop acid for this meow wolf trip. Um, so we're in the, the little trailer in the, the tree house and the, the two people are talking and then all of a sudden I realize they're on mushrooms and they came to hide in this tree house where we are and I start to feel the energy of the 
the people on mushrooms because I've taken so many psychedelics that if even if I'm nearby a psychedelics or someone speaks of psychedelics or someone's on psychedelics, hi, Bridge, um, I cannot not feel the psychedelics. I have, I, I get acid, like don't even suggest, right? Even now that I'm talking about acid, my stomach's doing that little gurgle burgle. As you guys, if you know acid, you know the gurgle burgle. And this kid was on mushrooms. I heard, I, first I felt like a, a gnarly energy in the, in the treehouse. And then I heard him say, oh, mushrooms, I had to come here and, you know, sit down. And I was like, I gotta go. And, and then I, I was like, too much, can't breathe, can't breathe. Like again, I'm screaming what it is that's hurting me. Claustrophobia, panic attack, can't breathe, too crowded. Thank you. Very nice, very nice. There was a guy in New York who used to do a joke. Uh, Pat O'Shea was his name. Uh, he's still alive, is his name. And he did a joke about uh, how he uh, was out for a walk one day in New York City and a guy was walking his dog and Pat, Pat went up to the, going up to the dog to give it a pet and the dog owner said, not friendly, not friendly. So Pat said, wouldn't it be great if we could all use that in personal life, like just in everyday life, if someone's coming up to you and you don't want to talk to them? Not friendly, not friendly. So I felt like I was doing that yesterday where I'm like, claustrophobic, claustrophobic, you know, back it up, back it up, not friendly. Although I am very friendly. And of course I'm talking to everybody, hey, oh my God, it's hilarious, oh my God. And everyone's masked and everything, but again, it was a little crowded <laughs> and on the way in it's a little line like a like a roller coaster you know how they put you in those fucking sure do do like a maze of a line that you have to go through and you're like oh we're there oh fuck another turn in this goddamn line and then so we we get to the front and they tell us all the rules and they tell us but they don't tell you and it's written in really small lettering on your wristband which i i read after the the fact uh they don't tell you before you go in like if you get hurt, if you get claustrophobic, panic-stricken, too crowded, <laughs> you, we, it's not our fault. You came here, you did this to yourself, miss or sir. So uh, I didn't read that on the thing until afterwards, and I was like, God, they must get a lot of lawsuits in here, even panic attack. <laughs> no. But the lady who was giving the speech at the front of the, at the, the one of the ladies that worked there was this white lady with um, pink, long, long dreadlocks to her butt. And then the sides of her head shaved like cool, groovy gal, you know, with the big ear fucking holes in the shell. You know, they have the, you know, the, the ear, ah, there's my pirate and he shows, he shows that Diablo. Uh, you know, the, the big, big ass holes where you could like put a dick in there. That's the, how bigger holes were. And, and God bless. If you're stretching those holes for dick uh, size, fucking yeah, do it. If that's what you're into, hell yeah. There's somebody for everybody out there is what I'm saying, you know? So this lady had the big old things and the hair and the long, the dreadlocks and the shaved and the whole thing. And she comes up and she goes, hey, I really like your haircut. That's a great haircut. Ah! Oh my God. I was, I was given a compliment by a meow wolfer. Listen gauges. Thank you, Jessery. You know, it's, I don't, have I talked to you about how much PCP I've smoked? Because kids, gang, friends, uh, it's neighbors. It's not a joke how much PCP 
this friend of yours has ingested. And as a child, like I started smoking PCP when I was 14 years old. When you're 14, that's a small little mushy, mushy brain. Can you believe I'm still here? First of all, that I'm still here. It's it's because I'm supposed to be, I imagine. This is... <laughs> I can't imagine anything more. But when you're here still, and I think a lot of you in the chat room will understand this one, when you grow up and you didn't think you'd grow up past like eh, 20 maybe, and then, and yet here you are still, what the fuck are you supposed to do? So you go to Meow Wolf and you have a few panic attacks, brings you back to life. And that's what I have been doing. And it was fan-fucking-tastic. And I, I recommend it to everyone. And I'm so jaded and, and, and fucked up by living in only big cities where everybody's like, hey, and what do you do? And what do you do? And what do you do? And what are you doing? Uh, that I moved here and everyone's like, hey, how, how do you, how's it going? <laughs> I'm not saying that people aren't hustling here. They are. But it's not the first thing. Although, mm, that'll lead me into my next story, friends. I tried, uh, their uh, neighbor person, new, new neighbor person, she tried to hustle a bitch the other night. Now, you can't come and hustle a hustler. Listen, I was raised by hustlers. You think I can get hustled? I watched my mom and my maybe daddy hustle people all my whole life. And I know, I know the vibe. I know the look. I know the, the telltale lie. So, you know, I'm not fixing my hair. I'm doing the telltale Lyle, Lyle signs. <laughs> signs of a liar. Um, yeah. Look away. Mm-hmm. Right. So this little gal comes up to my fucking door. And listen, over 18, I don't know how old, but over 18. So old enough to, you know, get a fucking job. But anyway, she comes up and she's like, hey, do you have any uh, uh, work that I could do for you, any cleaning work. And I was like, you must not know me. I mean, look at my patio, girl. It's fucking spotless. Um, so you don't know me very well. I'm anal Annie, and that's not what the boys like. Do you know what I'm talking about? Just erky, 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 not schmirky, schmirky, schmirky. So you know what I'm talking about. I said to her, oh, no, honey, no. But, you know, I'm good. Uh Thanks anyway, or something like that. Listen, I used to be, don't fuck with me now. Don't go, don't get all weird and judgy on me. I used to be a cleaning person and God, man, those motherfuckers were so lucky that got me to come and clean. And my friends who know me know that if their apartment or house is messy, I will just come over and start cleaning. I'm that anxious. I know. I know. Anyway, uh, no, honey, I don't need the cleaning. I don't need the cleaning. And she's like, well, I, something about money and needing money and clothes, something about clothing. But then she said something about sex trafficking. And I'm like, she goes, I'm still living with them. I go, oh, you're living with the sex traffickers? Well, that would not, be, that would not make any sense to me. First of all, let's put them in jail. Shouldn't they be in jail? And second of all, she's like, mm, whatever, sex trafficking, mm, sex trafficking. You know, whatever. And I was like, bitch, I was a hooker as a teenager. And I know it's not just a shrug shrug. It took me 20 fucking years to get over the goddamn facts of that shit for myself. Even, I couldn't even have a dude talk dirty to me for so long. Like, yeah, you fucking whore, take it. And I'd be like, I was a whore. And they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, miss. <laughs> oh my God. And then I'd have to go into the whole thing. It's okay. You didn't know. I mean, how do you know if somebody hooked? You know what I mean? There's not like, I don't have a sign on my face. I mean, I, 
I was blowing someone I shouldn't have probably been blowing. And he's like, yeah, you whore, take it. And I'm like, I was a whore. Okay, that never works. It doesn't work out. So it took me a very long time. So you can't just shrug it off. Yeah, sex traffic, mm, you know, sex traffic. Mm, you know? And I'm like, no. And so she's like, well, if you had any money or anything. And I'm like, no. And then I said to her, and I love to watch people's faces. Uh, she's a gal. She's from here. Um, uh, non-white, non-white girl. And I believe that she thought, oh, white lady, rich. Cause you know, that's our, that's our stereotype. Uh, manager asking wealthy. So, so happy. <laughs> Those are the stereotypes of the white, uh, especially lady, you know? Oh my God, it's so great to be just rich, happy, and fucking carefree, you know? No, motherfucker, no. So uh, I say to her, oh, actually, I'm on unemployment. And she goes, like she was was judging me at that moment. She was like, this bitch, this bitch is on the dole. Like, yeah, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead and judge me, bitch. You don't know anything about anything. And then I find out that she hit up another girl down the down in the other part of the courtyard, white lady. I'm like, uh-huh. So you just think that white, rich, happy, mm, right there, right? Rich and happy? Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's called welfare and sad or uh, unemployment and anxious. That's what I, that's what I call my, that's my nickname. Those are my stereotypes. Unemployment and anxiety. Oh my God, can you stand it? So I was like, nah, nah, nah. You know, I was like, I shut it down. Shut it down, shut it, shut it down. I was like, public enemy. I was like, public enemy, you guys. I was like, shut it down. Because you're the Karen in this scenario, Bia. So she split, but then she hit up my other friend, but she didn't hit up the dude that I know in here, and she didn't hit up the other dude that I know. I was like, white lady, motherfucker, think white lady. I was like, oh, you think you're going to fleece a white lady, huh? Not this white lady. <laughs> this white lady been around the blocks. So then, but now I don't want to fucking have to worry about some neighbor like I thought I moved out of the buildings where my neighbors were fucking smoking crack and shit like that but I'm not accusing her of smoking any car she's not a crackhead she's not a crackhead but she's young and she just want money for nothing money for nothing and your chicks for free I don't think so hun h-u-n-y honey you know how everybody's saying that now? I don't know hey honey uh I don't like that hun um but anyway <laughs> Anyway, I was like, meh. Um, but uh, yeah, white lady, fleece the white ladies. But there were a couple in here. I see. My friend even was like, ooh, I felt bad for her. I was like, what? No. Let's go over the history of this bitch. And then we went over the history. And the history, what did it involve? Buying a PS5. Fuck you. I don't know anyone that can afford that shit. So, sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. All right, so I've fucked with everybody else. I'll fuck with myself a little bit. Now, Jess Ree is in here. If you guys are not following, first of all, follow each other. This fucking chat room is beautiful, intelligent, gorgeous, hilarious, artistic, and just divine. Just follow each other, please. And um, uh, Jess took some really cool pictures of me uh, recently, and I've posted a couple in my Instagram. You can see I've tagged her. Gorgeous, very real, laughing, fun beautiful photos. She's an amazing photographer. And listen, Jess, I'm, I'm prefacing all this with my love for your photos because I'm about to talk about how my aunt, <laughs> my stoner, awesome Jewish aunt in New York City, 
reacted to seeing the photos that I sent to her from uh, my photo shoot. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> me. All right. I'll re- Horrible. <laughs> okay. And she wasn't talking about the photograph itself. She, me, she only was talking about me. She said, it's a beautiful scene, but you look like horrible. Ugh, what is this outfit? Okay, Jess, don't be scared. It was everything about me. It was nothing about the fucking photos at all. She's like, well, that's a gorgeous, and what were you in an alley or something? That's very beautiful, but you fucking look just fat. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then she goes, what, you don't want me to tell you the truth? You don't, you'd rather me not tell you the truth? And I was like, no, 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 no. I, I love the truth from you. I mean, this is the same woman. Let's all remember. This is the same woman that watched a documentary about the Taliban and then called me and said, I don't know. They're very handsome. I, I mean, I know they're bad, but, and I know they're doing very bad things, but they're very handsome. They're very handsome. So I'm like, okay, Taliban handsome, you're niece horrible oh my god burn it she said about one outfit what is this dress what is this i'm like oh my god jews i love them i miss them there aren't many here so you know (laughs) when i get to talk to her and she's like your face what's with the face your face you got more chins than a chinese phone but i go i say that more chins than a chinese phone i say that line and she goes no it's a very old line it's not your line to say. <laughs> okay, it's not my line to say. Okay, um, thank you, my auntie. God, she's amazing. Just burn it, the horrible. Okay, thank you for the feedback. Guess who I won't be uh, going to for my next round of feedback. Uh, now needless to say, they just weren't correct. They were more artistic than my agent needed. So again, beautiful, but not as a head shoddy, like what my mom would call very straight. They wanted a very straight look, Jesse. And it's very hard for you to get a straight look, honey. You're, you're a bit, um, odd, you know, (laughs) I'm odd mom. Thanks. I'm odd. Thanks, Ma. Uh, My mom, the woman who hated children, the woman who drove me to my first abortion, talking about, oh, God, kids, they ruin your life. I'm an only child. Step on it, Mom. we got to get this shit out of here. You know, I, um, my bedroom and my bathroom window both look out to uh, a beautiful park. And for the whole time I've been here, it was just a park. But since the schools have opened up these last few weeks, it's now a playground for children. And I don't mind. I'm not like my mom, like, oh God, those fucking kids, shut them up. You know, no. <laughs> so my mom would be like, well, they'll have to move me. They'll have to move my apartment because I can't stand to hear these fucking children. Okay, mom, we get it. You hate kids. So, um, she, uh, so I, so I'm thinking about my mom a lot, you know, I'm looking out the window and I'm, I'm looking at these kids and I, and watching them play. And I'm like, oh, this is so sweet. And I ran into a neighbor who was so kind and loving about it. She's like, isn't it nice? You see the kids back. You feel like life is kind of coming back to whatever normal we may come back to. And she said, oh, I even had a little like, well, and I, I was so, you know, and I was like, oh my God, how sweet. Now I, of course, am a sicko. So I started to think about, God, how do they, they didn't like do a background check on me or anything when I moved in here. Do you know where I'm going with this? How 
what if there was like a sex offender in the fucking what if there was like a child like what how do they know and it's just like yeah play that volleyball you know what i mean like tether ball is the you know what i mean what is it run that mile little girl like i can't like i'm imagining all these it's horrible i know but you didn't tune into this to get some sort of delightfulness i know you didn't who the hell's trying to come on here no boo boo you ain't coming to the videos this is just a solo dolo um but i have these horrible thoughts about these children who are right outside of my door. And I'm not thinking horrible thoughts about the children. I'm thinking about how do they not, kn- how do they know who are, who are all in these, lining these apartment buildings, looking right out into the, ch- it's because I'm worried about the kids, okay? It's because I'm worried about them. I'm not perfect out. <laughs> That's not funny. That's not funny. I'm not. It's horrible. I can hear them screaming right now with joy and pleasure. And God bless them. Should I not say pleasure when I speak of children? (laughs) Listen, I was molested. I was a hooker. I'm allowed to talk about this shit. I have to always put that in there. PCP, remember, it's a hell of a drug. (laughs) So happy Vishnu. Uh, My friend Liam uh, just joined us. Hi, Liam. Good to see you. I'd love to talk about a Hindu situation right now. Vishnu, it's the day of Vishnu. Also, uh, Ramadan starts uh, today, and uh, there's so many things. Uh, as my friend said, there's going to be a lot of hungry Muslims running around, which is kind of fun to think about. I don't know why. I like to think of people kind of hungry and wanting a little treat, because I'm always hungry and want a little treat. That's the only reason why, because I feel like I could relate. So, um, <laughs> Thanks, Liam. Yes, you learn a lot. So I have Ganesh. Ganesh? Ganesha. I don't know how you want to say it. It's a cover-up tattoo for me. Uh, For those of you who don't know, I used to have an elf smoking a pipe on my arm. Yeah, because, you know, we're all 18 once, and we don't think we're going to grow up to see 30. Uh, So I have the Ganesha, the elephant Hindu elephant god. And I was in North Carolina with an ex-boyfriend of mine. And we (laughs) happened to be at a barbecue spot, as you would be in North Carolina. And this big, big white guy with, you know, almost a central casting white guy with with the suspenders and the and the trucker hat. And uh, oh, he came right up to me and he's like, hey, hey, is that Vishnu? Is that Vishnu on your arm? Vishnu? <laughs> no, it's not Vishnu. It's Ganesh. Oh, Ganesha. It's another good one, though, ain't it? That is another good one, ain't it? And I said, yeah, it, it certainly is. I just didn't think that I was going to have this conversation. This is why you always have to remain open and with love. Because who knows? This man in the trucker hat and suspenders coming sauntering over to me like he knew me. But just to talk about Hindu gods, well, goddamn, that's a good fucking surprise, ain't it? It's a fucking surprise right there. That's how I feel. That's how I feel when I wander into a space that maybe not a lot of white ladies are in. And I wander in and I change the opinion of a couple of people in there. And I think to myself, that's right. You don't got to hate everybody. There's so much hate. There's so much division. Uh, there's so much ignorance, isn't there? Oh, God. And, and so I find uh, it really fun and exciting to uh, meet new people and hear about, you know, 
what what their deal is their deal is so i i also get asked some questions and if you remember last week's show if you tuned in the last week you remember i had a big audition for a little film and uh it was really fun and it was a lot a lot of scenes that i had to do and my pal shout out to bitsy bits bitsy bamboo she uh helped me so much get through all the scenes the self-tape it was really really so is a challenge you know it's a challenge because you have to watch yourself back and be like yeah i i look fine i'm sure that acting was fine you know and you just got to let it go you just got to let you do the best you can this is a life shit right too you do the best you can and then you let it go and um I, uh, watching back, you know, I was a mean mom. I was a mean mama. That was my, uh, role. And there were some lines in there that were quite mean, like you're a little dyke friend, you know, Hey, wow, that's mean. Uh, so hola baby, hola baby. And so I did it watching it back though. I looked exact and I sounded exactly like my mom. I looked and I sounded exactly like mama L. I, and I didn't even do it. I didn't even like, Hey, who the fuck is this? You know, like I wasn't even putting on the L voice. It would just happen to happen. You really need an, uh, you would read an autobiography by me? Thank you. I, there is one actually in the works. There is one in the, there's a book in the works, my friend. Thank you. And it's been in the works for years. (laughs) It's amazing how long, uh, it takes to write a book. Uh, unless you're just kind of pushing it out there, like my hair's weird, you know, and stuff like that. That's a, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about and it's unbelievable. So yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I looked exactly like Ellen. I sounded exactly like Ellen. It was crazy. Okay. Um, oh, Tibby, uh, brightest full moon of the year coming up. Pink moon. I know. Cause last one was the worm moon. And so I posted up a bunch of clips from Friday, big worm, you know, big worm moon. Um, you messing with my money. Are you smoking my shit, Smokey? No. And, uh, you mess with my money. You mess with my emotions, you know, big worm. So, uh, this month, the, the pink, the pink moon. Very excited. Pink, like of the vagina moon. We can call it the clit moon. Clitty clit moon. Touch it, won't you gently? Or you could lick it with your mouth. Hey, hey, funky. What's up, funky? Um, so <laughs> so I I did the, the tape and I and I and I sent it. Of course I sent it wrong. I don't want to say of course, but I'm I'm technically I, not as as I'd like to be, you know, not as Snappity snap snap as I'd like to be. So it didn't get there. They're like, hey, Jess, we have a problem getting your files. Oh, and even before that, I forgot one of the scenes. Like I thought we we shot all the scenes and then she left, my bits left, and then I forgot one of the fucking scenes. I had to have her come back over. Oh, can you come back over? Oh, my God. All right, come back over. Now, we're, we were uh, talking after the, the, the filming of the scenes, Bitsy and I, and she asked me a couple of really, really great questions Um about my ex, the pirate, the wolf, the, you know, um, May, and about my mom. And it turns out the questions she asked me were stuff like, um, when did your mom die? When did you meet the guy? And how, you know, and it was so soon right after my mom died that I met 
homie and he even took me to pick up her ashes at the uh, funeral home where her ashes were at and I don't know if all of you know that my mom really didn't like white people and she spoke Spanish fluently and she looked just like me but she really hated white people so it's a little awkward at home but she spoke Spanish fluently she really preferred uh, people of color any kind of Hispanic folks she would talk to constantly if she came across oh hola. you know she was very into it so when um, the wolf took me to pick up the ashes her ashes that the pirate um it was at a uh it was at a spanish-speaking hispanic owned funeral home in east la off cesar chavez boulevard so i was like oh my god mom she's like even getting looked out for in death she's and i was like oh my mama I even in uh, Muerte. So, so, so I go there, I pick up the, her ashes with uh, the pirate. But before we get the ashes, we have, I, I go in first and he's outside smoking a cigarette and I go in and you have to pass all the caskets and the urns and everything for sale. And it was like, oh my God. And then uh, there were baby caskets, baby caskets. Yeah baby caskets and he came in and I was like oh my god I was horrified so I was sitting in the room and I was waiting for the ashes to come and I hear him come in he goes oh baby casket (laughs) that's why I loved him baby coffin fuck bad fucking vibes bad trip so um after I had talked to bits about you know it got heavy because I realized I replaced my mom right away with the pirate and everything that uh, used to go down with me and my mom, like, I mean, not sex, <laughs> although, well, that's another show. Um, it was the manipulations, the lying, the leaving me on read, the abandonments, the doing stuff in front of me that was really so hurtful, the saying that you love me, but then leaving, like it was all the same shit that he was doing that she did. And I didn't really ever put it all together. And it meant, as I realized sitting here with bits, it really meant that I'd never mourned. I'd never grieved for my mom's death. And how heavy is that to realize? And I just, I, I, it, it, God, it went inside of me. I mean, <laughs> Lord knows I haven't had anything in, inside of me in a while. And it was, it was amazing to put those two things together. But what it did was it brought up a whole bunch of mourning and a whole bunch of grieving. And so I have been having a very, very cry, cry and intense feel my feels kind of weak. So I thank you for always being here for me. Yes, bits, unpredictability, part of the the list of things that they have in common and really something else. But you know, here's the thing about feeling your feelings, my friends, and you probably know this already. Y'all are so fucking smart out there. But when you feel those feelings, those really ones that like we think are really the harder ones to feel because we don't, we're not allowed to feel them a lot of the times, like anger, sadness, upset. It's, it's not easy. And then when you do, oh, what beauty and peace. And on the other side, look how clear these eyes are. I had so much fun yesterday. I, I, so many things that just dropped into feeling 
like I was able to be in the moment more. Like the anxiety wasn't following me as closely anymore. You know, it was just, there was stuff in it that I think I was just allowing to just boil and, 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 and just bubble and, you know, toil and trouble. And it wasn't witchcraft. It was, it was just feelings. I just had to let them come on out. So thank you. I thank my, my pals, old and new, for helping me get through. Old and new to get through. And really, uh, when my aunt came to collect with me to collect my mom's stuff at the place that she used to uh, live, her last dwelling at the Screen Actors Guild home for the aged in Canoga Park, California. Uh, uh, we were there and the nurse was very sweet. And she's like, oh, Ellen touched a lot of people. And I whispered to my aunt inappropriately, but yes, she did. Yes, she did. So that was the kind of morning I was at at the moment. <laughs> and now I'm like, woo. And you know, I don't know if it ever goes away. Heartbreak, loss, all that stuff we have that happens. Sometimes we'll cry about something that happened 10, 15 years ago, or even when you were a little kid. And it's okay. I'm here to tell you, it's not just okay. It's, I encourage it. I know it's scary when you're in the throes of it. When you're feeling all those feelings and you're crying all those tears and you're thinking, my God, this might not, never fucking stop. I mean, one time I was really sick and I was throwing up really a lot, a lot, a lot throwing up. And I said to uh, my friend afterwards, I said, you know, I threw up so much. I'm pretty sure I threw up some of my childhood. And that's a good thing because that shit doesn't need to fester in here. And I know a lot of us have stuff from the old days, from maybe an old relationship or an old parental thing or an old sibling or, you know, some sort of shit that's in us. And I'm, I'm just letting you know, it's okay. It's okay to feel it. It's, and it, and it'll end. The feeling will end. And then another feeling will come and you'll be like, what the fuck? Like, I can't tell you how horny I got for a guy the other day when I was just walking by him. I was like, yeah, motherfucker, what? He looks good. And then I was like, wow, you were just sad like two seconds ago. You were like, oh my God, my mom and my, and then I was like, ooh, who the fuck is that? And that I think is healthy. I think if we could just go and be as, uh, present as possible and feel our feels and all that stuff. It's so good. I mean, it's good. And be honest with people, you know, don't do shit for people that you're doing just so you don't ruffle any feathers. Why? So you can get the fucking stomach ache or the cancer. See, I'm a juice. Do we say cancer? You know, you're not even really supposed to say the whole word. Um, I'll leave you with this. This morning, I got a lovely message from Clay. Uh, shout out to Clay. I don't know if you're watching right now or later, or whenever, whatever, but he sent me a lovely message. And, uh, you know, I get called a MILF a lot. And listen, I'd like to be just an ILF. How about that? Can I just be an ILF? Because the M is for mother. And you know what? I'm not one. And you know what? I'm very happy that I'm not one. And you know what else? Don't fucking call me shit that I'm not. That's like my Jamaican uh, friend in New York. He was like, why does everyone want to call me African-American? I'm Jamaican. And I'm like, right? Why is everyone trying to call me a MILF? I'm an ILF. I killed all those motherfuckers in the womb. Yeah, you know, it was my choice. You guys, it's our choice. You can do it still. 
I mean, they're taking it away in certain places. Please, please help. Put some money in the fucking shit. You got $10? I'm not giving it to homegirl, but I'll give it to Planned Parenthood. Guess what else? We're making signs. If anybody's local and you want to come and make a sign with me and my neighbor, we're making signs, bitch. We're going to Planned Parenthood, and you know what we're going to do? We're protesting the protesters. What? What? Ooh, Lilf. Oh, I love Lilf. Lady I'd like to fuck. Thank you, Sue Funk. That's why you get the big bucks, baby. She's a, she's a, she's a, she's a funny, uh, 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 idea lady. Do you see that? I'm not, I have a, there's a bit of a pause in my ideas. Uh, anyway, lilf it up. Enjoy yourselves. I can't remember. Oh, the Planned Parenthood. We're making the, again with the PCP, we're making signs to protest the protesters she's gonna write down real bible verses that are like "Ooh, sass you think you're doing this for jesus jesus is very disappointed in you that's what i want i want a sign that just says jesus does not approve of this <laughs> and then have an arrow down to where they're praying oh i'm praying you fucking dicks you got nothing better to do with your friday beautiful friday Get your goddamn asses off of the Planned Parenthood property. That's what I'm saying. And the, the doctors can't say anything. The doctors, DNE, do not engage. They can't engage with these motherfuckers. Guess who can? <laughs> freedom of speech is freedom of death. So, uh, you know, um, freedom of speech, freedom of protest, freedom. <sighs> they're leaving us soon, but we're going to take advantage of them while they're here. And you know who I can't wait to yell at again? That white man that was out there right what are you fucking out of your mind that and uh let's you know a moment just to acknowledge that still they are lynching black and brown men and women in the streets in their cars in front of their families we cannot stand for this anymore it's how the fuck? I thought we were going to start to dismantle these motherfuckers, you know, and, and put in peace officers. You cannot keep killing black people. It's car, air freshener, CD, loud. I thought it was my taser. I thought it was my apartment. I thought it was, think again, you assholes. Get a fucking better test. Better testing. Take out the white supremacy that runs our goddamn. Anyway, if you can, sign the petition that's going around right now. I'll be having it out on my social medias. Okay, I know I get a little angry at the end. I don't give a fuck. Of course, I'm angry. Look, and I'm not even in danger. And that's what's fucked up, too. You know, you know how many drugs I've fucking held. You know how many things I've done that were illegal where I and I just look a cop right in the eye like, okay, bye. And he's like, bye. You be careful out here. You know, fuck you. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's two different justice systems for this country. And we must figure out how to put a fucking end to it. It makes me insane. Anyway. Okay. Okay. We've covered a lot today. We've covered a lot. We've covered how my aunt thought I looked horrible. 
we've talked about how I'm afraid for the children in the park. <laughs> it was a darker, it was a little darker of a show. We talked about death, feeling your feelings. Listen, if, please, here's all I ask of you, okay? Here's all I ask of you. Be gentle with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle with others. Be kind to others. I feel like there's two types of people right now that's happening right now. And the, the one type is like still a little scared. People are still dying. There's still a disease out there. There's variants. There's all kinds of weird mutations and shit. And they're wearing their mask and they're doing what they do to stay safe. Then there's the other people and they're like, what the fuck? It's over, man. Fucking fuck party. Fuck woo. You know? And they're like, wait. And they're at war with each other. We just have more division. I lo- it's We have to end all this bullshit division because we have to get it together so that we can heal as a, I sound like a pathologist, I know we can heal as a nation. <laughs> ah! Oh, I can hope, can I? All right, thanks. All right, I should go. Uh, I've gone a little long today, but it's just because I love you guys so much and I miss you and I want you to know that you're not alone and that it, it is hard to to get back into this, like LA, they're opening again, really LA? Two months ago, it was like, double your mask in LA, it's the, it's the scariest, most death fucking, okay, great. So just take care of yourselves, take care of each other, be gentle, be patient, take a couple few deep breaths, please. I love you, <laughs> super JP. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Jess. I really, really, really cannot thank you all enough for joining me here. And if you could, please share this show. Share. Don't you think more people need to watch this show? I do. Share the show. And if you wouldn't mind, tag me when you share it at Get Wood. It would help me so much. And, uh, you know, I've, I, everything's okay. Okay, everybody? I know it's hard, and some moments are harder than others, but please just remember, if you want to hit me, hit me up. Slide into my DMs. Be like, Jess, I'm having fucking freak out right now. I'll, I'll message you back. You know I will. What do, what do you think? I'm some big shot? Nah, bitch. It's just little old me. Little old get wood here at your service. <laughs> all right i love you so much y'all enjoy the rest of your day whatever it is you do if you're not doing anything enjoy it if you're going and figuring out some shit in the you know science and if you're if you're working fucking killing it thank you thank you for working thank you for helping people do whatever you're doing if you're selling weed god bless you and uh if you're just being out there and trying to be the kindest that you can that's what's up too. Okay. So, uh, anybody local that wants to meet over on Friday at Planned Parenthood, we're making signs. It's happening. You know, we got to combat this fucking fear and anger and bullshit. Who's in charge of our uterus? We are girls. We are. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I, all of you. That's true. You know it is. And I'll see you guys next week. I'm only doing one Friday a month now, uh, Art Walk. And it may be a little bit longer and a little bit wilder, but it's going to be goddamn fun. And the next one's on uh, May 7th. 
yeah okay so i'll, I'll see you guys uh see you next tuesday <laughs> share tag love kindness moments to moments gentle mental i love you guys bye